Welcome to Playdate Podcast. The podcast where each episode we discover a new song made and sent in by a complete stranger. I'm Slow Magic. I'm an anonymous, masked electronic musician. And I'm Dream Angel, creative director, and I make pretty things. Welcome to the show. Welcome. This is our third episode. Number three. How do you feel about that? Me or them? Are you asking the listener or me? I don't... You. I feel great. Me too. I feel like three is a charm, third, three is a crowd, they say. That is what they say. And... We have like a crowd of episodes now. This is our third and final episode. This has been a trilogy. (laughs) That's just a lie. This is like Star Wars. They did three and they stopped People are going to think you're serious. Three Star Wars, then they ended it right where they should have. True. Just like our podcast. That was... I don't know. I feel like people are going to get mad at you for like... For what? Ending the podcast? I agree. I mean, we're ending strong though. (laughs) You mean about Star Trek? Yeah. (laughs) True. I got to go somewhere else. (laughs) Everyone knows the newest Star Wars are the best. I don't know. I don't know much about Star Wars, but <laughs> please stay listening. So, but please... Please yeah. don't turn off the podcast. So, this week... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, just to clarify, like, this is not our last episode. True. That was what we like to call in show business a joke. I know, but what if someone did turn it off because you, like... Wait, they would have just stopped before the end? Yeah. Well, what about the big twist? They're like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> well, we have a big twist coming at the end of today's episode <laughs> and the end of our podcast. Trilogy. Yeah. So, Um, speaking of podcasts, today's remix of the theme song was by Milo. And we love it. This is an amazing song. I He told me he's going to play it live, which I'm stoked about. And we actually talked to Brett, Milo. Well, he talked to us. (laughs) We asked him a couple questions. So, hey, Brett, take it away. Hey, what's up? This is Milo. Thanks so much for letting me remix your theme song. Congrats on launching the podcast. Super dope. Um, what's something I've been into lately? Um, I would have to say powerlifting um, and just my health in general. Um, took initiative like last fall. I've been uh, really enjoying seeing the progress. Um, a song I think everyone should go listen to right now. Um, I listen to a lot of music, but I would say my favorite song right now is probably Tokyo by Blau. I don't know, I just think it's super catchy, but it's like super minimal at the same time. I've um, been getting back more into like, more like electronic electronic music versus like indie electronic that I've been listening to for a while now. And uh, other than that, uh, thanks so much for having me on the podcast. Thanks, Brett. And thanks again for doing that remix. It's amazing. Super cool. It's exciting to have different types of Interpretation. Yes, that's the word. Our, I could not song. think of it. It's very cool to see that happening or to hear that happening. 
We're all hearing it. We also checked out that track I never heard from Blau. It's really cool. We're gonna drop a little bit of it right here. It's beautiful. Yes, very also, cool. I like the vocals that they're very like calming, I guess. I like that. I also like Tokyo. Me too, that's crazy. We both have that in common. Also, I don't power lift, but I'm proud of you for doing that. I like to do like a little bit of cardio. I like to <laughs> exercise, but I'm not to your level yet. And I, maybe we should go lift some weights together. I'm like not quite sure what power lifting is, but it sounds super impressive. Good job. Yeah. We're proud of you. We are. For real. Also, everyone should go follow Milo right now because he's one of the best producers. His Instagram and his Twitter is Milo Music, which is M-I-E-L-O Music. And he's on Spotify, all that under Milo, M-I-E-L-O. So yeah, here we are. Here we are. This is a podcast, if you guys weren't aware. Um, yeah, so, oh, yeah, last week we asked you guys to come up with some names for you guys. <laughs> Our listeners. Yeah, for what, what to call our listeners so we have a list here a couple people had some things so do you want to read some of these let's start off with milo who we just heard from he said play daters with an eight i like that it's kind of like skater boy true like it's got that um we had one from brew ja ha 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 or brew ha 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 <laughs> brew ja 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 okay <laughs> I like this one. Play Pals. I kind of feel like this is where it's at, but... Play Pals. I like that. Like, what's up, Play Pals? This is playful, and it reminds me of PayPal. <laughs> me too. But in a good way. Okay, we'll consider this one. Let, let us know if you're listening. But we have some more. So, okay. um, From John Luke IRL, who we heard from last week. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Imaginaries. Okay. That's kind of like has to do with my being imaginary. Yeah, I guess. I like that. We've got Agent Johnny Red said dreamers. Nice. And then we have Aero Aerody what I can't read your handwriting. Oh, I wrote aerodynamatic. Oh, uh, aer aerodynamatic plagiations. Which okay. I'm mm, yeah, okay. Well, we're open to any ideas. We're open here. to anything. We are leaning towards maybe play pals, but let us know. We're but we still... appreciate honestly all the suggestions. Yeah, and we're still on the hunt. Even right. if plagiarism kind of scares me. Yeah, we're still looking. So let us know. But really, I appreciated the suggestion. Comment on this podcast. Yes. Any ideas you have for what comment you want to be wherever called. you comment. Call us. <laughs> <laughs> Call mean... us and tell us what your comment was because we don't know where to read it. Or just tweet <laughs> Twitter at us on Twitter. Which is at Playdate. Same with our Instagram. You could tell us there, it's too. It's actually at Playdate Pod. True. I <laughs> <laughs> this is our third show, but we're getting there. So so once again, thank you to everybody who submitted a song. We have been really enjoying listening to them so much. And if you want to submit a song. You can go to slowmagic.cool slash podcast and you can submit your song there. And we will listen to every one of them. We've actually been listening on our long walks, which has been super awesome. And yeah, it's really fun to listen to everyone's songs 
And yeah, just send us whatever you have. But just only send it once. I know I said this is the first episode, but just a friendly reminder. Send it once and we'll listen. Yes. So yeah. Um, so I'm drinking some mate tea today with in a pink Rilakkuma mug with a little bit of honey. And I am drinking some green tea with honey in it in my um, mug from Birds and Snowboards. It's like a camping mug, I'd say. It's like... Because... Um, that's how it sounds. Mine. I'm from Vermont, so that's we just represent all the time. Mine sounds like this. What happens if we do it together? Cheers. It's just like some ASMR already. Cheers, mate. Wow. So that's what we're drinking. So So maybe we should cut that out. <laughs> staying hydrated, like, how are you? I'm doing well. I haven't spoken to you for a whole week since our last podcast I recording. Know. But I feel like I haven't spoken to you in like it's, thirty seconds. We're kidding. We're married. We talk a lot. Yeah. But how are you today? I am doing honestly like only kind of okay because one of my legs has been super tight and I've just been like stressing out about that. Your leg is not feeling well and you you just can't like, we haven't been able to go out on our walk. It's only been one day, but it just feels like very difficult for me. So that's been a little bit difficult, but other than that, I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing like, I've got these terrible allergies today. Like we are like <laughs> down. No, seriously, like it's just been this huge pressure in my whole, like, face today. Like, I don't know where the allergies are coming from. But, yeah, so that's been my day. So we've just been, like, <laughs> we've been, like, floating around our apartment, both, like, just having, like, ailments. Today has been, like, a sick day in two different ways, but, like, we're, but working, we're working through, through it. it. Jinx. Oh, my. One, two, three, four. Yo, Mia, Coke. But, yeah, so we are doing bad. No, we're doing good, but... It sucks when there's things that, like, like you just can't escape in your day. It's true. Like, I've just been, like, my nose has been running. So if I do end up sniffling or sneezing directly onto the microphone, then I'm sorry. Then let's just add that to the ASMR experience. And I apologize. Yes. But other than that, it's been a good week. I feel like um, there was, like, the holiday in the beginning of the week. Like, fall, after Valentine's Day, it was followed by President's Day or whatever. Which was, like, I don't know. I feel like music industry or, like, I don't know, just having, like, an independent job. Like, I feel like I'm pretty much my own boss, I guess. Not to brag, but <laughs> sometimes you, like, you, like, want to get working and stuff. And I forgot it was a holiday where, like, everyone's out of the office. So, I mean, it's nice when sometimes you're, like, working from home and you feel like you're just doing your own thing. But sometimes, you know, like I want like some emails back. So it was, it's been kind of like a, a short week for sure. But the real question is, what is President's Day? I don't know. It's like a holiday, I guess. Do they get it off for school? I don't know. I really have no idea. We're in like fourth grade, so. So we don't know what left <laughs> from right is. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's about right. I don't know. There's a lot of holidays that I honestly don't know what they are. But I only know that, like, things are on sale during them. Yeah. Like, the only holidays that matter to me are the ones in Animal Crossing. And those are what really matter. Like, Toy Day. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Real ones, no. 
True. But other than all of everything we've just said, something else that we've been doing is we've been getting ready for your upcoming show. Oh, yeah. My show is coming up soon, actually. When you're listening to this, I played yesterday. True. But do you mean the other show? Yeah. Well, I well, just... Well, actually, I was meaning the show that we are about to play, but let's just segue right into that. Well, I just actually, while you're listening to this, I just played at Ski DM, which was awesome. I played so well that it caused an avalanche, but... Everyone was safe. And they loved it because they were skiing down that avalanche, listening to my Ski DM tunes. We also found out from our last episode, from saying it, we had only read the name, but it was Ski DM, like I play on EDM and skiing. So that was sick. For some reason, we've both been calling it Skidem, so... It's hard when you only read something, but... That reminds me, next show I have coming up is March 21st, and that's in San Francisco at Bill Graham Civic Center, and that's with San Holo and Manila Killa. It's going to be unreal, so exciting. I'm going to play some new stuff and some new things. It's going to be awesome. Check it out. Hopefully you're there. We're excited to both see you. And if you want to get tickets to that, you can go to slowmagic.cool. That's my site. That's Exciting. That's exciting stuff. It really is. Good job on your set, by the way. Thank you. Proud of you. And now is the very special time for me going on my phone, going onto Google, and looking up fun facts. Cool. That's the name? No. What do we call the segment? Well, we called it different things. Let's just call it Dream Angels Fact Corner. Dream Angels Fact Corner. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Now, these are facts that are in no particular order except the ones that I just chose, I guess, in that order. So that made no sense. Either way, the first one is that the Guinness Book of World Records lists a snowflake 15 inches in diameter and 8 inches thick as measured at Fort something. I can't pronounce that. In Minnesota, sorry, I'm off to a bad start. In Montana in 1887, that was the world's largest snowflake ever recorded. 14 inches? 15 inches in diameter and 8 inches thick. Like, I can't even imagine that. That's like no longer a snowflake. That is an ice sickle. Right. Or like an ice plate. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. You know, like, um, sorry to bring up a scary thing, but icicles are super dangerous. Icicles are very dangerous, people. You got to be careful of icicles, especially when you have a big icicle and it gets hot out and the icicle starts to melt. Do not stand underneath them because people get killed. Killed. But what I was trying to say is like, that's a dangerous <laughs> snowflake that could smash a car. I just don't even understand how that even happened. In 1887, that's just like... Was that the Ice Age? <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Cool. Okay, so that was the first one. And then we are going to go to the next one, which is about the largest honeybee on Earth. And it's called the Himalayan giant honeybee. And they make honey that has, like, psychedelic properties. And it's used by people for... Religious or... Fun? No, like... Like spiritual? Yes, spiritual. Things? Yes. What's it called? And where do I get it? It is... Asking for a friend. It is known as mad honey, a reddish sweet 
goop with psychotropic effects that in small doses are reportedly pleasant. And mad honey makes me kind of nervous, though. <laughs> like, yes. it makes you mad or, like, angry. <laughs> it's just, I can't even, I wonder how big the Himalayan giant honeybee actually is. I should should have looked up that. True, I was more focused on this psychedelic honey, but, like, is that a band that sent us a song, Psychedelic yeah. Honeybee? Exactly. That's awesome. You've got some big facts today. But it's, okay, so they get this honey by pollinating a dangerous flower whose name I cannot pronounce. It's like the Venus bee trap. Sure, why not? (laughs) That is a dangerous game they're playing. True. That's sick. Okay, my next fact is nothing to do with the size of anything. And it is, in South Korea, if you need to report a spy, you dial 113. It's one of their emergency numbers. That's fun. I know, right? I Wait, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. If you're listening out there and you needed that info. I just, I, I should look more into that, but it kind of scares me. The next one and my last one. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. So you're like, this isn't like 911. This is like very specific. But yeah, it's like listed within the emergency numbers. Like there's a number so, for fire, there's a number for police, and then there's a number for wow. reporting a spy. Well, that's legit because like here we have one number and I've heard a lot of stories about that number not really working very well. That's true. But I feel like if you look a little bit deeper into it, there are numbers for our fire departments, but no one knows like the seven digit number for their fire station. I feel like you just Or for their significant significant other. You just yell fire out the window. Apparently. Or if there's like a cat in a tree. You yell fire. Is that just like an American thing? If anybody else is out there listening from a different country, is there like this idea that if there's a cat stuck up in a tree, the fire department will come and get it? I hope so. Me too. That's cool. That is an interesting one. Okay, my last one. Definitely not my favorite one, but I found it to be funny for some reason. So a duel among three people in which players can fire at one another and attempt to eliminate them while surviving themselves is called a truel. Truel? Yeah, <laughs> T-R-U-E-L. Are they shooting in a circle? I don't quite know. Do they have two guns each? I That's crazy. don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have to know. We're just kind of wondering. Here. Well, now I feel like I should have known that. Like, no, I should have no. expected that question. That isn't... That's cool. I mean, okay, if they're like... I feel like there's like a thing in the office where they're all shooting and well, they're pretending to shoot each other. It reminds me of that because they're like, they all shoot each other at once. I haven't watched that, that Maybe episode Maybe there was something about a troll. Yeah, that's truly crazy. And I think it's like kind of a newer made word, a troll, but maybe not. Yeah, because there's a lot of duels going on these days. Yeah, if you've ever been a part of a duel or seen a duel, can you just let us know? Because that's an interesting thing in itself. Like a duel. There's a lot of different types of duels. Like I maybe did some drumming duels. That sounds super cool. Or Can a drum you go battle. into that? Have you seen the movie Drumline? Only with you one time at a hotel. It's like that, <laughs> only cooler. Wait, have you really been in a drum battle? I mean, I think we tried a little bit in school to like set up two drum sets. But they always <laughs> ended in a friendly who, way. Who wins? The person who drums the loudest? Whoever breaks their sticks first <laughs> loses. That I don't know. is crazy. I just made that up, but... Well, I believed you. I think that more than a duel, we would just do like co-op drumming, play together. Nice. I miss those times. Cool. <laughs> 
So those are my fun facts. And if you have a fun fact that you want to share with me, then please tweet it at us at PlaydatePod on Twitter. And I won't read those, but they must be fun. <laughs> or weird. Or true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the only thing is it has to be true. Or weird. Or but fun. mostly true. <laughs> and a fact, which means it's true. Okay. Awesome. Sick. But those were great facts. Thank Thank you. you. (gasps) Thank you. So my question for you is, which one was your favorite? I like the bees. The bees one was different and very interesting. Honestly... Crazy sounding, like the honey. My favorite one would have to be the one about South Korea. Just because, like, I feel like there's so many stories behind that. Like, why did that number come into existence? How How many many spies spies are there, James? (laughs) Wow. Right? Now, tell me. Mm -hmm. What is one thing that you have been into? Oh, one thing I've been into. So, I have been really into this thing. And you might know a little bit about this thing. It's a place, (laughs) it's a little old place that I like to call Trader Joe's. Ooh. You know about this, right? I do. Of course you do. It's definitely a little place. It is little. And it's become one of my favorite things of all time is Trader Joe's. And honestly, I was first a little skeptical, I have to say. It is overwhelming. I... If you go into a Trader Joe's for the first time, just give it a chance. Because if you go in, it's terrifying. Yeah, and if you go in as busy, it can be one of the worst places ever. Because <laughs> the reason why it's so busy and people are literally, like, pushing each other sometimes in there is because the food is amazing. <laughs> they have so many good things, and it's really cheap. I don't mean to laugh at this, but can you please tell the story of, like, the most recent... Time. One of the most recent times we were at Trader Joe's with the baby. Oh. Like, just to talk about the uh, craziness that goes on within true, the walls of Trader true. Joe's. So, we've been doing pretty much all our grocery shopping at Trader Joe's lately. That's just how much good stuff they have. But, like, we, we accidentally went, like, at the wrong time. Like, we went when normal humans go. Well, we thought it wasn't. We were like, oh, 3 o'clock on, like, a Thursday. No one will be there. It was so busy. Or 12 o'clock. It was 12. <laughs> It was, like, normal human hours, which we're not used to. And, like, so, I don't know, just, like, literally hectic. I'm, like, looking at the tomato sauce, and I hear this crazy sound, like, a big crash, this crying, this yelling. And so, like, what had happened was, like, this toddler had tipped over a whole cart that had a baby in it. Everyone was okay. There was, like, five or six moms rushing to, like, make sure that those babies were fine. All in all, everyone was okay. I didn't see any of this. I was, like, over picking out the raw almond butter that I wanted. So, But the reason I'm so into it is because, like, we've been eating healthy for a long time, right? So (laughs) we care a lot about health and and that kind of thing, which can get really expensive and kind of hard because sometimes you have to go to three different stores and it's just really expensive. Um, But... Trader Joe's has really good stuff. They always come out with new things that we like to try. Yeah, it like keeps everything more interesting because when you do only eat 
kind of like not processed foods or you try to like stay with the more like clean or like just like the basic stuff like rice or you know just like food that hasn't been I really don't know the wording you I hope you understand me you mean like not processed all that stuff yeah like nothing weird added you can get kind of bored I guess True. Because you're just like eating the same things over and over again. And garlic can only help things so much at times. So they have like, they try different things, I would say, or just think of new ways to do things. Yeah. So that being said, one of my favorite things they have there, well, I think it'd be both of ours, is this like frozen cauliflower gnocchi. Mm -hmm. I know this sounds like an ad because that's how good everything is there. They are not paying us yet. If they want to, they could. But this gnocchi is so good. It's like um, potato uh, pasta stuff, but it's made with cauliflower too. Basically, I don't have to say any more about it. It's amazing. and Except there was a recent cauliflower gnocchi shortage. True. That freaked our brains. It was harsh. <laughs> it was very harsh. But they also have this really good vegan cheese. Mozzarella. I love their hash browns. <laughs> they have this really good, I don't know how you say it, bruschetta or bruschetta sauce. Oh, yeah. I say bruschetta, you say bruschetta. Tomato. We live Tomato. in a divided house in that sense, but that's really good. But it's amazing. And honestly, the people who work there are super nice too. And like, I feel like if you talk to them a little bit, they're really super nice. So yeah, I don't know. if you If you ever need food... Like, if you're into food, check it out. Trader Joe's. Oh, and their vegan chickenless seasoning. Oh, we are an ad. We're not meaning to be an ad. We're just trying to share with you all what we like. From Everyone them. likes food, right? Right, I think. Cool. So use our code, Trader Joe. <laughs> just kidding. This is not an ad. This is what I've been into this week and every week, honestly. Yeah, me too. What about you? Like, what's something you've been into aside from uh, Trader Joe's? Well... I have been into, I feel like, more than one thing. I had a third one, but I can't remember. But I'm going to start with my first one. As you may or may not know, it has been, like, fashion week month, if you will. Like, the four different fashion weeks. And I have been enjoying looking at the pictures from all the collections. But not just, like, the whole looks. Because sometimes the styling of certain looks can just be kind of unrelatable. But like the details, like the head pieces, like headband, not headband, what are they called? Like, I don't even know, like veils, like the whole getups. I've been really into those so much so that I almost thought of making a collage to show you, but I didn't. Is there a particular one or like, well, like place? People? There was, Rodarte had really cool ones. And I'm always kind of, I'm not even kind of, no one cares what I think about Rodarte probably, but either way, I feel like they're making a good strong accessory head piece moment. They're having a moment with that. I didn't know any of this was going on, so. We live separate lives, I guess, with our interests. You gotta show me. I will. But also like other details, like the way like pants and shoes work together. I'm into that. Like a good pair of pants with a good pair of shoes that were unexpected. Even throw some socks in there. It's all exciting. Oh, and like little 60s dresses. I could go on and on, but I won't. You can. This isn't the place. But my other thing is aromatherapy and like this spray that we've been using, which is lavender. And 
I don't remember the other stuff that we put in it, but it's this spray from this kit that my dad got me all these different essential oils. And I've just been like making this really calming spray that we spray all the time. And so many times throughout the day, I'm like, do you know what would make this situation better? Is that spray. It works. It does work. You spray it all the time too, I see you. I like to spray it before bed uh, around. I don't know why it does. You told me it makes things nice, so I did that. Well, it's like, um, I don't know if anybody knows about these like sleep pillow sprays that are like kind of expensive, I think. I actually don't know how much they cost, but I assume they're expensive. So I was like, I'll just make my own with this new kit. Well, and, it smells yeah. good. It feels nice. I love it. Right? Doesn't it just make everything better? Like if we're meditating, don't you ever just think like this would be so much nicer if we just had like this, some of this being sprayed? It reminds me of like one time we were on a a plane and they gave us this little spray thing for your face I think and I just loved it <laughs> it's true it was like a plane that went to Asia so it was like a long flight but yeah I liked it I'm I'm uh, into that I hope you're not missing this one on your face though because it's got rubbing alcohol in it uh that's why it tastes so good <laughs> <laughs> damn that's why it tastes so good. And the reason you put vodka or rubbing alcohol in it is so it doesn't leave weird marks on things. It just dries quickly. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's what I've been learning. That's and what I, you've been into. Yeah. But it's got, I'm trying to think, lavender and then like geranium, which you really like. Then there's one other thing that I just cannot remember. We'll put it in the notes for the show. If I remember. Well, we'll, we'll try to put it in the notes. I'll try it, yeah. Awesome. Cool. That's cool. So we've been into a lot. You've been into a lot this week. But also, wait, I, I, remember, I remember I remember my last one. My last one, you're, I really can't, is like just hearing how everybody has been into these really healthy habits, like going on walks from John Luke or us. We've both been going on walks or powerlifting. And then our guest from last week, she was like, I like going on walks with my dogs. That's true. I feel like we have been getting super good advice from all of our friends on the podcast, and that's awesome. And, like, going on a walk is one thing, but can you imagine going on a walk with a dog? Oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> Me too, but, like, not here. We've never gone on a walk with a dog here. I like to go on a walk with your uh, your parents' dogs. Well, your dogs, really. Your family dogs, but uh, Bandit in particular. I always have to end up carrying him because he just can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you feel like a hero? Yeah. He, he looks at me like I'm a hero. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> hey, it's Bandit. True. Bandit, Axel, if you're listening, hey, what's up? We miss you. Mom, Dad, when you're listening to this, if you're by the dogs, can you just, like, go back and just play this, like, loudly for them? Yeah. Just to see if they, like, lift their heads up so they know if they can tell that someone's saying their names. Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> Axel? Sorry, sorry. Okay. 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 <laughs> we we made his tail <laughs> wag. His tail is wagging. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that, <laughs> that was so true. Now you say his name like in real life. Okay. <laughs> that that was through the airways for my guy Bandit. So that leads us nicely into this week's song, which, and I will make this make sense. While we mm-hmm. interviewed this week's guests, there was a dog present. And I know this because they told us, and I saw a picture of them getting on the interview. So, this week's song is called Suspended Strings by Message to Bears and Will Sampson. Off their new album, 
together, which is called Together. Wow. And we talked to them, and it was an awesome conversation. It was very fun. But first we're going to play the song, and then we're going to talk to them. So here we go.
you want to start? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm Will Sampson, and this is. I, and I'm uh, Jerome. I write music under the name Message to Bears, and uh, yeah, we are we are friends <laughs> who make music together occasionally. Nice. Well, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Playdate. Thanks for being on here. Thank yeah. you yeah, for having us. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. How did you guys become friends? Um, I was trying to remember this the other day, but um, all I really could come up with was that you helped off, you helped uh, organize a tour for me. Yeah, I think we've known each other for a really long time. Yeah. I think just through, through mutual friends. Yeah, we're aware of each other's music. Um, just from the uh, the internet. And then we eventually met in um, in real life. Okay, awesome. You guys are both from the UK, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I've actually been... I spent, like, most of the last 10 years living on, like, mainland Europe. So I actually just moved back to the UK about six months ago. And so that was when... That was really the first time Jerome and I, like, had the chance to be in a studio together because we've done a few like collaborations over the years mostly just through file sending but you know that we didn't we just never finished stuff no um (laughs) yeah i I, we love the like the the possibilities when it comes to being, being able to send each other um files and music online but being together in the same room is just uh it just makes everything a lot more it just it just works it worked way better for us basically yeah i know how that is definitely like sending files back and forth it feels just like email like i don't know it's kind of like less personal for sure yeah totally so you can't really get into the same vibe together yeah it's it's less organic which that's something that really stood out to us about your track is it's very organic and calm and it really like jumped out to us. We listened to these mostly while we're making dinner. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> your, your guys' track was just like so it stood out to us in a big way. So I, I wanted to ask you about the sounds. I hear like some organic drums, some guitar strings. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, could you talk more about like the instruments you used and like the organic elements yeah um yeah it's definitely definitely something we were going for like a mix of programmed kind of samples and beats um along with acoustic instruments and some live drums um and we tried to just kind of mix it all together so it did sound um organic so yeah we've got juno to start with don't we that's kind of how it started um the, the original chords um, yeah, it's probably it's maybe worth mentioning now. You know, it's funny that you said the word organic because that track. So we just released this like six track EP or like a mini album, however you want to call it, and the whole thing was recorded in an insanely short amount of time. Mm. We're still kind of in shock at how we managed to do it. So the whole thing was done in about eight days. Yep. Wow. And nice. Like nothing had been like planned or pre-written. Mm, yeah, we're like, very spontaneous. Yeah, nice. so we had had 
like quite a few years before that of like file sharing without really ever finishing mm. anything. And then when I moved to Bristol a few months ago, yeah, this was the first time that we could be in the same studio together. And then all of these songs, including this one that we're talking about now, like came out extremely quickly. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was nice. also chill. Like it wasn't like we had this, this big plan to like, to really do anything. It was it felt, felt like we were just kind of hanging out, catching up and we'd just quickly make a tune. Yeah. And we just did that for eight days. Um, so I think maybe that kind of uh, makes the music sound organic as well because the process was quite organic. Well, like how yeah. do you guys start when you're working on a song? What is like the first thing you do? Well, this one... Um... So the guitar was in like a different tuning for each track. And usually it's because I went home and then you I would you muck were around with the tunings. Yeah. So then I would come back to the studio fiddling around on the guitar and then find out that it was tuned to something that I didn't know. Mm. And that actually ended up being really, really helpful, like finding ideas. Yeah. So we'd, yeah, we'd generally start with some noodling, with Will noodling on the guitar um, in a tuning that he wasn't familiar with. And then there would just be a point where we'd be like, that's that's nice. Let's just start with that. Yeah. And then we would just build um, from that initial uh, idea, essentially. Yeah, so nice. with this track, we had the chords on guitar and then just just put them onto the Juno. Right, yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> and built from that really yeah it's it's all it, it's it felt like quite a blur and like the whole process seems quite hazy to me because it was so like um spontaneous nice. so it's quite yeah. sometimes quite hard to kind of remember exactly how it came together yeah that's cool just, yeah yeah i just remember the track really came together suddenly when we added this the snare drum, mm. like basically the acoustic percussion, like suddenly added this movement to the track that was like really lacking before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those awesome. creative moments where, you know, you can be stuck on something for a little bit and then one overdub, in which case, in, in this case rather, the snare just like opened the door to mm. all these other ideas. Cool. So yeah, it sounds like playing in a band. Like I find myself, I make music just by myself a lot. It's it's kind of more like formulaic, but it's cool when you can just like get with a person, and just kind of play. It sounds like that's kind of what you guys were doing. Yeah, totally. Awesome. So I have a question. So I think that it's safe to say both your music kind of could be kind of meditative and nice for that. I've been getting really into like meditating and and music that goes with that and i guess i had a question if you guys are familiar with this phenomenon <laughs> so spotify in particular there's a lot of these like fake artists popping up that are almost yeah. just like planted so it sounds like you're a little familiar with that yeah. it's really nice and refreshing to speak to some real musicians who work in that genre and i guess if you had anything to say about that what would you say um well, about the, uh, the 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 fraudulent yeah <laughs> eyes yeah I remember when I heard about that it kind of blew my mind a bit um, 
but I also wasn't like super surprised. I was like, ah, okay. Um, yeah. So that being the idea that the, like a lot of the top playlists are full of, uh, artists that Spotify has essentially created. Is that what? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I've mixed feelings about that. It's, it feels like somewhat unethical. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I feel like, I don't know, I guess the kind of music I make isn't exactly that genre, but I feel like it cheapens kind of like the art, the artistry that you guys work in to have like someone with an algorithm say like, well, this will work. It's, it's like, I think it's, it's interesting. And the thing that I think is also interesting is I like some of those fake songs, so I'm ashamed to say it, but I, I've noticed the fake ones and gotten rid of those on my playlists. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess what, it depends what you mean by fake, because they're still being made by real people, right? Exactly, yeah. That's yeah. the interesting Maybe part. Maybe like the credit part of it. Like- the credit, and I'm, I'm guessing those session musicians, musicians don't get paid what they make. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. I think also... I don't know, the thing that I really have a problem with is, yeah, I think it's really important, the like intention that music's made with. And if the intention behind it is like specifically to get onto a playlist purely for like clicks or streams or whatever, then, you know, that's kind of the opposite of what creativity is about. Mm. Yeah, you lose the, the soul and the heart behind it. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you have a part of this song that's your favorite? The, mm. the middle bit? The weird middle bit? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I have two, actually. I've, yeah, that bit where um, I've got, like, the weird step filter and then it's, like, glitching into, mm. the, into the end kind of section. But I also absolutely love when that, yeah, when the snare uh, with the brushes come in. Yeah. The percussion. And and when the the live basically when the live drums kind of come into it, I, I get quite excited. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the so that like midsection, the weird glitchy midsection. Mm. That's like I think the only part I had tr- basically tried to do something at home uh, with like my recording software and like didn't create what I had intended at all, but came back with this weird, like arpeggiated thing. And then we added it to the track and that's kind Mm. of what the result was. So we didn't know what it was going to sound like. And then it created this really cool, weird, like middle eight, I suppose. Yeah. And because the rest of the track is pretty, I don't know, just to have that section uh in it really like takes you away from the kind of the zone that you've been in for like you know two three minutes and it's uh something i don't normally do in my own music like having like a quite a dramatically different little part like that yeah Um, so nice slice of weirdness a nice slice of weirdness exactly nice a little happy accident sounds like Mm. yeah 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 so basically the concept of our podcast um and part of our integrity is we listen to the songs blindly. So without, you know, even reading the artist, cool. but mm. uh, Jerome, we noticed by doing a little research, you've had a few things going on, such as your song 
was in the the notable video game Life is Strange, and you've done some yeah. film scores. Could you talk a bit about maybe how that happened? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Life is Strange was really cool to um, uh, be asked to do. Um, I didn't really know anything. I'm, I'm not really. I don't play computer games, so I'm not really familiar with that whole world. Um, but I got the impression that this game was like pretty sweet, and uh, it obviously has like quite a loyal, devote following. And um, yeah, it just seemed like a cool idea. And the rest of the artists involved in the game just like blew my mind. So yeah, that, I just got asked um, if I was interested. And I was like, absolutely. And nice. Yeah, so that's great. And yeah, film score stuff, I haven't really done that much, to be honest. But um, yeah, I've been asked by a couple of independent um, filmmakers um, it's just being reached out to like on a personal level nice. and having a little chat and yeah, it's something I'm really, I want to do a lot more of for sure. Nice. I think yeah. both of your music would fit that very well. Very cinematic. Um, mm. yeah. um, back to the, sorry, just about life is strange. Was that a <laughs> song that you had created for the game or was it something you had made already? No, it was made already and they, yeah, they just wanted to license it. Um, which I think is the case with most of the songs in that game. I think okay, they're mostly, cool. um, yeah, songs that were already uh, released. Awesome. Oh, oh, yeah. Also, it, the thing is, it's it was used in such a harrowing scene in the game, mm. um, where if you on the official video for the song, all the comments are people just like basically freaking out and crying and saying, oh, wow. "How could how could this happen?" And, um, oh wow! Yeah, it was. I think. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I was say, <laughs> no, I was just. Um, yeah, I didn't expect um, the song to have that kind of uh, impact in in a video game. Yeah. So I, I'm. I haven't played the game. I know it is like a very deep story. But mm. did you have any idea what? like what part of the story your song might be used for or was that a complete surprise um no they didn't really give me any details um no i just uh (laughs) i kept on seeing like messages online and i was like oh man something really bad's happened i think so i (laughs) I had to like i basically had to go you know how people um film uh themselves and upload them playing the game oh yeah and so I was able to find the scene, um, and that was the only way I like could really work out what happened. Um, I won't say exactly what happened because it might be a, yeah. a spoiler of some sort. Okay, I'll have to play the game. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. Um. So you guys work together, which can be like kind of a difficult process. Do you guys have any advice or anything for people who do work together, and how do you guys overcome any creative blocks? Uh, get a studio dog. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a Jerome has a really sweet, lovely dog, which, like, for me, it made it an extra joy to come and visit because I got mm. to hang out with this dog. Yeah. But which yeah. kind of dog? Um, she's a Romanian rescue dog, uh, like, ex street dog. Um, wow. So she's like quite a mix of, of all sorts of uh, different breeds and. Yeah, she she can be quite crazy, but when when Will's here, she's like pretty. She's she chills out, 
and uh, I think she enjoys the creative process as well. She'll like she'll come in and see what we're doing. Um, I guess <laughs> we we kind of had certain roles like you you kind of produced mm. you yeah you were like the engineer and the producer and handled all the beats and then I yeah I just did some other stuff yeah so yeah I think like having kind of our own roles um without like trying to do the same thing like helped with um in terms of working together um yeah, if imagine if we were both tr like really involved in one aspect at the same time, I think it would have been more difficult. Yeah, if we were both trying to record and produce it at the same time, it would have quickly become a mess. Yeah, and I think also like getting on with the other person, like generally, is obviously helpful. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, I can't imagine like collaborating with someone who I didn't really like. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, that can be hard. <laughs> yeah, I f I feel like it helps. I don't know from my experience, collaborating with other people, even who were really close friends. Like, maybe our we just had different ideas mm. for what the like end goal yeah. would be, and like that, for yeah. us, because it happened so quickly and with such like we didn't intend to write an album we were just making music mm. and that like took any stress out of it really yeah it was all so relaxed yeah it would have been a really nice. different experience if we had like set aside some studio time and said like by the end of this we're going to have an album it's mm. going to be amazing <laughs> then yeah it would have been very different yeah so the expectation and the pressure wasn't there. And it sounds like, yeah, I think having like clear roles is great because if you're doing the same thing, you're going to butt heads. That's, yeah, that's good advice. Mm. We'll take it because we work together <laughs> yeah. a lot. And we get in like a lot of arguments though. So. Well, we are also married, but you know, it, it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what is one thing you both have been into recently? This could be anything, not just music. Ooh. Uh, uh, I and just got be separate, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got a car again a couple of days ago after not having one for a few years. So, got really into listening to music very, very loudly by myself in the car. That's pretty great. Nice. That does sound fun. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been watching a series called uh, Dark. And if you've heard of it, um. It's pretty, pretty trippy, surreal, and um, and dark in like in tone and nature. Um, great music, also. Um, ben Frost doing the soundtrack. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty weird, <laughs> um, but I, I think I'd recommend it if you if you're into that. Um, yeah. It's kind of a time travel kind of vibe, which I'm not normally like into as a concept when it comes to like uh, TV shows and stuff. Um, but this works quite well, I think. Nice. We'll have to check that out. Mm -hmm. mm. What about, like, what's one song you think everybody should go and listen to? Oh, man. Uh, tough one. It's tough. Um, I'm really enjoying uh, John Hopkins released a, a new song quite recently. He's gone back to his kind of more uh, piano and 
strings kind of vibe. Nice. Like yeah. stri- stripped down. Um, and it's really beautiful. Let's find, what's it called? That's cool. Oh, it's called Scene Suspended. Yeah. Nice. Cool. I, I can't think of a specific song. I got really back into American football lately mm. just because I've been awesome. experimenting <laughs> with some um, like different guitar tunings myself. And of course, they use some really interesting ones. So, yeah, just like anything from that first American football album, I suppose. It's an amazing album. Yeah, that's awesome. I have my guitar tuned to like open A or something. I'm not much of a guitar player, but I like having weird tunings like that because it's like, I don't know if it's easier, but for me, it's a little bit more playable. (laughs) Yeah, for for me too, to to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I pretty much only use open tunings. Well, everything always sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Can I ask a random question? Sure. Um, yeah. So you guys met from a tour being organized. Um, do you guys have any fun or weird or bad tour stories? Uh, yeah, I've got a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite one? Uh, we've got time. Yeah, we've yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let me think. So I've like toured quite a lot over the last kind of 10 years and Jerome doesn't really play live so I guess it's on me to provide I do I do have one kind of weird story it was it's not from that tour but it's from when I I went to play one show um in Estonia for a a festival and um let me try to remember so we flew to uh Latvia and then we had like a long, long uh, drive. And for some reason, they only had one CD uh, in the car. <laughs> and it was uh, the XX, um, I think their Ooh. first album. Yeah. And it's like, it's cool. It's pretty good. Um, but they just played it over and over and over again for hours, which I thought was strange. <laughs> but we didn't really say anything because we were like, we're tired from the journey and you know, it was all like new um, for us. Um, and then we got to our destination, like had a couple of days there, played the show. And then we got picked up um, to go back to the airport. Again, a really, really long drive. Yeah. And uh, so we get in the car. It's really early as well. It's probably about four in the morning. I was so tired, played the night before. And like, so we get into the car and we start start driving. And then this completely different car, different driver, puts on the exact <laughs> same album. And wow. <laughs> it, just, it just blew our minds. And it was, we thought we were all going insane. Wow. Basically. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, yeah. I still can't quite understand how that happened. That reminds me of something almost so similar. Like I was playing a festival in Georgia, like the country, and I had a drive with a guy all the way across the country, basically, and he had one CD and it was this like techno mix and he played it so loud the whole time. <laughs> I ended up sleeping through it, but it was like, yeah, it was so it's awesome. You don't know what to say. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what? Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> um, but I don't know if you, if you have anything, Will. That's... Oh, like too many. My brain's kind really? of fried trying to narrow them down. <laughs> yeah, a bit. yeah. How also about like to... what's. Uh, if you don't have one, 
what's a notable like, like what's the first one that comes to mind yeah <laughs> i want to well, know the, yeah the first one that comes to mind is like the worst show i ever played <laughs> those are the best perfect, stories perfect. <laughs> yeah okay um well it was the first tour i ever did this was like 2009 and i would have been i was really young i guess i was maybe 20 at the time i think and uh it was a show uh, we were playing it was like with an old project of mine which was all like really quiet ambient instrumental music and we got booked for this really cool festival in the netherlands and then booked a few shows around it and like the the whole tour was really good but there was one show we got booked for in amsterdam and we turned up and it was like a really grimy like rock club and then they it was insane they expected us to play for something like two hours mm. oh. and <laughs> we were like you know the most we could play for at the time was like 50 minutes and that was like really pushing it and mm-hmm. it was just it was just so horrible and we played, I think, for half an hour, and then the owners just told us to stop. <laughs> and um, I think that was actually the that was actually the first show of the first tour I'd ever done. Oh man! And wow. I just remember being <laughs> amazingly deflated afterwards, thinking like, you know, we have this tour ahead of us now, and. That was the first show, and I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure if we even got paid in the end, and it was, I guess, a very valuable lesson to make sure you know the place that you're playing really, mm. really well. Well, it sounds like everything was up from there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it couldn't have couldn't gone like down <laughs> any further. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's awesome. <laughs> So the song we discussed this week is called Suspended Strings, and it's by Message to Bears and Will Sampson, and that is out now, self-released by you guys. But I wanted to ask, is there anything you'd like to plug separately or, yeah? Uh, I just released the solo record in December, Um, so that seems like a good chance for a plug. Yeah. Check that's, that out. That's called Paralanguage. It's beautiful. Nice. Um, I, th- I, I released a solo record a bit before that. I don't know if it's still relevant, but I'll plug that. <laughs> um, it's called uh, Constance. And uh, yeah, so we've both got our own uh, yeah solo albums out, as long as as well as our collab. Awesome. Well, we'll include links to all that. Um, thank you. But thank you guys so yeah, much for being you. here. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for uh, for having us on. It's been great. Yeah, you're our first international guest, and we're stoked. Yeah, awesome, yeah, great, really cool. Awesome. Oh, yeah, lovely chatting to you guys. Awesome. That was such a good conversation with Jerome and Will. That was so cool. And honestly, their song is amazing. I really, really love it. It's so calming. And I really like that that was our first international and 
duo of people that we've talked to. First double, first international. Thank you guys so much for being yeah, on thank here. you. And thank you for just, I don't, it's just cool to know that we have people from overseas who are also sending us songs. It's true. Um, so this song comes off of their album Together, which is amazing too. I've been actually listening to this this week, like in preparation for the sh show. Like I've been using it in my morning meditation time. And like, if you haven't, I mean, everyone should go listen to that full album right now. It's so good. Well, wait till after you're done listening to this episode. By right now, I mean after this episode finishes. <laughs> yeah, of course. But yeah, it's so good. It is so, so good. So we have a segment called Playlist. Did. Playlisted. Yes. <laughs> that we come up with a playlist. What song before and after this song would you feel like putting it in? Who wants to go first? Me. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. What if we have the same songs? That's okay. If I'm like, I have that song too, you can't be like, no, you didn't. You're just going to sing the song. <laughs> Deal? Deal. Totally fine. I mean, okay. there's a lot of songs out there. It would be cool if we had the same one, actually. So my songs. You have a lot of songs? Now I'm intimidated. There okay. are a lot of songs in the world. <laughs> so if we have the exact same song, that would mean something. True. That we have the same music taste. Okay, so. Maybe. My, I love the way this song, like, it's very emotional. It reminds me of a lot of things that I like. Uh, now, a lot of things I like growing up, I guess, like reminds me a little bit of a lot of Icelandic stuff and like mm -hmm. calm, atmospheric stuff. So my first song that would be before this song would be by the Icelandic band Moom, be Green Grass of Tunnel. I knew you were going to say that. I'll play it right now. After, that's one of my favorite bands of all time, just by the way. They're so great. I loved them, too, growing up. I think we had that in common. I actually got to play a show using their drum in Iceland. It was like one of the most crazy experiences of my life. Got to meet some of them <laughs> and hang out. If you guys are listening, you're awesome. So anyway, the song After would be by the album Leaf. Um... And the song would be Another Day, and I'll play a little here. And coincidentally, I read a little bit about Will Sampson, and he's actually toured with the album Leaf, so that is cool. I didn't have a chance to ask him about that, but that is a really, really top band for me. Cool. Yeah. Those are so different than mine, so. You had nothing I was to worry about. Wrong. Okay. You had Metallica. Definitely. And Slipknot, right? Yes. Just kidding. <laughs> I did not have those, those two songs, Metallica and Slipknot. Um, so my two songs would be, the first one would be, Rhubarb by Aphex Twin, which sounds like this. And my second one would be the winter song by Arvaz Simone, which sounds like this. 
Nice. But also, wait just one second. (laughs) I also have like this weird, it reminds me of um, the radio depth in some weird way. That I know, like, maybe isn't logical, but it is in my is head. Is it weird? Is it? Is it not weird? No, I feel like the the keyboard, the, like, pretty sound bell type of keyboard, it, it makes a lot of sense. I feel like the song gives me, like, a lot of connections in my head. Like, the emotional feeling is there. And maybe it's, like, a personal thing where I'm like, this even reminds me of Phoenix or something. You know, it's just the like... The band? Yeah, the band. Nice. I love those, both those songs. I mean, I could have picked those, so you were right, but... That's awesome. And by the way, these these playlists really don't say anything other than like they're very personal. The vibes like <laughs> that we would fit this song with. I feel Not like, like just, anything technical. No, it's just a very personal like we may as well be able to say Metallica if we feel it. It just all depends on the vibe that we're feeling. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that I had to clarify that at all. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. I, I think that, I know. I know what you mean. We're not trying to like put your song in a box. Yeah, I think know? that anybody's like, song when we do this. I think what I meant to say was like when we're talking about music, we're not really trying to say we know anything. I guess. <laughs> True. It's really like everything's up for interpretation. We're not trying to label anyone, but. But that's why I think playlists from people are so fun. Like. Yeah. You know, you get a, you see it a mix CD. Mix tape. Time, you got a mix CD. I don't think I've ever gotten a mixtape. Yeah, I miss mixtapes, mix CDs. I miss that. Did you ever actually get a mixtape? I've never even, like, seen a mixtape. I've played, I've had cassette tapes, but no, let's start this back up. Let's, like, start making mix somethings that are, like, not even physical, but let's make some, well, there's Spotify playlists. It's not the but... same, like, you need to be able to draw on it, you know? Yeah, you can't draw on like, your you, computer you know screen. What, you know what you need to do? You need to, like, you have can. something that you can draw on with a permanent marker, mess it up, and then just decide to color the whole thing in. Yeah, how you know many I mean? of you out there had a fully sharpied black CD with just a little section? <laughs> because you were trying to make something cute, and it just got, yeah, like a section. You're like, no one will know. I wanted half of it to be black. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. No, that's funny. Do you remember those black CDs that were, like, black on the bottom? No. That was cool. I mean, because, like, the PlayStation games were like that, but I remember getting some CDRs. Oh, now that you say that, that definitely doesn't jog my memory. I've never seen that. Yeah, well... Real ones, no. Black bottom CDs. That sounds weird, but... <laughs> cool. Um, so anyway, another thing we like to do in the same vein is a segment I like to now call Hashtag Mood. Hashtag Mood. And this is where we talk about a situation, a, a scene that we picture ourselves or just anyone being in while this song is playing. So, do you have one tonight? Well, I just want, so I think you should go. Okay, so this one, this this song makes me feel so much. Like, it's so, feels so good. And super, also, it feels like kind of, like last week, a little happy, sad. Like, it's deep emotionally. Mm-hmm. It's uplifting. So, I picture you're on a beach. It's kind of a cloudy beach. It's kind of like overcast. Not like the typical sunny beach and you're kind of walking, you feel the breeze. Maybe something intense has happened. Maybe you just went through something and you're just on the beach and you just kind of have this moment of like clarity or like like a light at the the end of the tunnel. And this song, like in the middle section in the second half, it kind of lifts up even more with the strings and stuff. And that's like kind of like that 
And this mm-hmm. might kind of be like last week too, but it's like everything's going to be okay feeling. And I feel like that's this song really has that like it has the emotional realness feeling in there, but it's got that everything's going to be okay like feeling too. I totally feel that. I totally feel that. Mine is this is so like personal to me. It's something that I've never I've never been to this place or anything. But it would be if I was in like a really, 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 really pretty atrium and um but is it an atrium of the things with birds? Aviarium. <laughs> oh, Wait. atrium's just like a room, isn't it? A V Honestly aviary. both though. I mean atrium, but also one with birds. Okay. But without birds. This is sorry. Anyways, so just like the morning light is coming in and maybe it's like the feeling after you've cried or something when everything is just, you know, like before you cry, it's like really emotional. Then after you cry, it's like this really calm, nice place Mm -hmm. that could possibly be in a room filled with birds or just a big atrium. It's there. I feel like it'd be perfect for just being in there and just like, I don't know, like watching like the air move in the sunlight. Ooh, like I'm picturing like a big arcade. Like if you feel like like a, in Europe where there's like glass and yeah, like light. from like the um the world's fairs and like the industrial revolution mm. and sort. Or like in Italy, in Milan, there's that big. Mm-hmm. I'm sure someone out there knows the name of the bird place. <laughs> but that's awesome. Wait, what are, are those called? A- a- arcade. No, an arcade is like a. It's different. Those are like those like predate malls. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because they're like from a long time ago, but they also have Pac-Man in there. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're called an arcade. There's just like, yeah. It's but very that's, French. <laughs> that's really relatable. Like I feel like everyone knows that feeling of like having a good slash bad cry, but mm-hmm. like the feeling after is like. I wonder if it's, like, chemical, but it's, like, this feeling of, like, relief. Yeah. Relief. It's like, relief. it's gone. And I wonder if anybody else imagines themselves, like, themselves to be in, like, a big room like I do with, like, plants and stuff. It's okay to cry. Yes, it, of course. Everyone listening cry right now. Or you don't, but just only kidding. have. Just, I hope you're not crying. Unless you want to. But, yeah. It's important thing to, to that know. That is... Those are moods. This is our hashtag mood. Yes. Okay, now I remember. It's called an aviary. 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 That's the one. But a- it could be atrium or aviary. Anyone typing an email to Mariel with that, you can delete it. Yeah, just delete it. it. Don't make fun of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was wrong. Aviary. I, that's a good name for a band. But it, it could be. Speaking of names for bands, once again, this week's song was by Message to Bears. And Will Sampson, amazing, amazing stuff. Go check them out. Go follow them on social media. We're going to put links down below. Oh, wait, this isn't YouTube. We're going to put them on our site. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, yeah, go check them out and go follow them. That was just, like, a really fun song and and conversation. conversation. Yeah. I love the story about the... The drive with the funny, uh, the music. Uh, I can relate. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's very, very relatable. And 
We just had such a good time. Even after, we're like, that was such a good time. Yeah. So, awesome. There is so much to talk about. Yes. We are so excited about everyone who's listening. We're, like, surprised, I guess is the word, or, like, just excited that mm-hmm. people are listening to us. Like, when we get your responses to our questions, we get so excited. It's kind of crazy. And, like, everyone who's been sharing stories and just, like, spreading the word, it means so much to us. Our hearts are very warm thinking of all you guys. So, In addition to all of the nice um, comments that you've been giving us and everything, if you are enjoying this podcast, if you could please subscribe and rate, just so we can know that you're listening and what, that you like it. Just It means so much to us. We really, really, really do appreciate it. Yeah, leave a review on Apple or wherever you can because that really helps us out. We're a new podcast. We're just getting started. But it will really help us out with people searching and all that. And we just want to spread the word of all these awesome songs. So, yeah. And if you want to talk to us at all, you can tweet at us or, like, comment on Instagram or something. Our, for both of them, our username, handle, whatever you want to call it, is at PlaydatePod. Awesome. So, yeah, just talk to us there. This week's question is coming in from Lightwaves, and he asked, How did you and Dream Angel meet? Was it with or without identity hidden? If identity was hidden, was it love at first sight? LOL. Also, how long were you both together before you got married? Thank you, Lightwaves. So, let's see. Where do we begin? Where did we begin? What was the first question? Um, well, okay. He asked us, how did we meet? So we met. We could tell you about this. Yes, we can. We met at a little place called the internet. The internet. More specifically, turntable.fm. That's not really where we met. It's not. Okay. I, I would consider that the first place we virtually met. True. And if you're not familiar, Turntable FM was like this internet place (laughs) where you could I guess you could DJ there and like it was kind of like a virtual concert was it like social media I don't really remember well you could chat and there was like little avatars but like I was playing like a virtual concert there with Chrome Sparks and George Clanton it was pretty sick it was was on the last night of it too wasn't it I don't know if this was a particularly the I last night. I remember it being night. last night in my head, but I could just... I know that it was about to shut down, unfortunately, which, rest in peace, turntable FM. But it was so cool. There was, like, it was an event, and you were there. And what was cool is, like, you could see yourself visually, like, how many people were attending this live event. I'm just remembering all this. You could, like, see them, like, bobbing their heads along. It was awesome. It's something that... That sounded really weird, but no. It... No, it was, it was cool. It was something that we need a new version of. Maybe, like, in a new way. But, well, we didn't truly meet there. I had, you can tell. But as a viewer of that and not someone who was actually playing music at it, how did, like, the song switch off? I don't even remember. I just remember, like, you just queued up a song and it would play next. But was it, like, every, like, you would go in order? Yeah, it was just, like, Spotify or iTunes. Would it play for the whole song or would it, like... Yeah. And if people really hated it, I think they would skip it. Oh, weird. But It's kind of scary, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I got a little extra special, like, privilege because they gave me a little mask and stuff, so I felt really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That is. I wish I was still around, but okay. Well, how do we first first initially meet? I I'm curious. I interviewed you for a magazine that I did while I was in college. It was about music, right? So you emailed me, asked me some really good questions, and I answered them. Yeah, and then we didn't talk for a while, but then we met at this turntable FM. Honestly, it's a mouthful. That's where we started, like, talking kind of oddly. (laughs) I think it's a good story. I mean, I have a question that he kind of mentioned. Like, so when you first knew about me, there was no identity or or face. I mean, how did you you think of me at that point? Well, I didn't really think of you. But then, like, I figured out who you were. There's no way. Sure. There's no way to find out who I am. Right. Well, honestly, there isn't, but I could. Yeah, well, that's good. I mean, you didn't truly fall in love with the mask then. No, I... You fell in love with me. As I've mentioned, I don't really like masks, so... (laughs) That's true. We're kind of like... We're like a special match because you don't even like masks, but somehow you like But somehow they're like all over our house, so it freaks me out just a little bit. I'm literally wearing one right now. That's my face, so... Yeah. Um, there's more to the question. How long had we known each other before we got married? Uh, five we, years? We don't know for sure. I mean... We're actually pretty bad with dates. Maybe like 17 tours? Yeah. Probably about se- 17 tours time. Everyone might not know this, but you come with me on every single show tour pretty yeah. much. Like if if it's a few you've missed, but yeah, we're we're definitely a team. We travel together. We've gone through ups and downs on the road as far as the travel itself, which is, yeah, is like, I think it's also how we've become able to get through stuff. Cause yeah, it's we've like, been like, <laughs> we've even done some really bad tours. Yeah. We've, we've gone, like, if you, if you want to like find out if you're really compatible with someone, just go travel with them. Like we said last. Yeah. We might have mentioned this the first week, but like, yeah, it was, it was never terrible. It was awesome. Yeah, there was some, like, bad shows or, like... Like, delayed flights, canceled flights, flights where we had to sit on the plane for eight hours. Or, and like... always been good. Like, shows that didn't happen because they didn't turn out to be real in certain countries. True. Like scams. Like, the Czech Republic or something like that. You're looking at me like, oh, Getting, like, that. stuck <laughs> in airports. Yeah, no, that's... So, I think, like, five years, though. Yeah. So... That that's our short answer to our life together. And like, you know what? If you're out there and you're like feeling like, should I get married? Yes. It's been five years. Sure. Yes. You don't have it. You can get married at any time. But I feel like waiting is a good call because then you can really see if you're compatible at airports. Which brings me to a fact. Okay, you've got a secret fact every yeah I do. So (laughs) apparently. I feel like I literally learned this on TikTok, so who knows? From this person, you know those, like, facts accounts where you, like, go by and they're like, here's a bunch of facts, and I'm full of facts. I'm I not, should start one of those. I'm Just kidding. I'm not familiar with that. Okay. But. Well, one person said that, and I'm. this feels true. It takes about four years to fully get to know somebody, and couples who date that long before they get married have a better chance of staying together. Nice. So maybe that's why we're... And that is, like, if you talk. If yeah. You, if you're silent, 
it doesn't work. Yeah. If you don't talk at all. So yeah, just talk and you'll be good. If you want to ask us a question that we may answer on air, you can become a Slow Magic patron on Patreon. And this uh, Lightwaves, he is one of our Magic VIPs. Shout out to Lightwaves. And also, we want to do a shout out to our other Magic VIPs, starting with... Neil. Anderson Pierce. Static. Lex Gabardine. Hartwood. Matthew Callis. Manny Bautista. And Kayla Smith. You guys are awesome. And also, shout out to all the other patrons. We've been really having a good time in the Discord. We literally, a few nights ago, were, we stopped our TV just to, like, be in the group chat. It was so much fun. Yeah, we, like, could not even finish our episode of the show we were watching. Yeah, we were, you had asked everyone to share, like, a spooky or strange story. It got really intense and crazy and awesome. And spooky stories are honestly very fun. So, like, yeah, just come and join and tell us your spooky story because I want to know them. Yeah, it's been so much fun. I literally, it was so crazy. I spilled coffee all over the couch. Which actually ended our participation in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. We had to clean the couch. But it's been, it's been so much fun. And beyond just being our best friends in real life in the Discord, I'm putting stuff out on Patreon Every couple of weeks, uh, every so often, like new unreleased songs that no one's heard or ever been able to download, instrumentals, stems of my songs, video breakdowns, a ton of stuff. It's crazy. I'm even going to do a video breakdown of the theme song of this podcast, which I made. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that I made it, but I guess it was implied. And Yeah, that's why the remixes from other people have come through. Yeah. That's why we call it a remix. Yeah, so... If you want to join, go to patreon.com slash slowmagic, and it's been so much fun. Thank you, everyone who's our patron. You guys are literally the best. Yes. We appreciate you very much. Thank you for listening to episode three. That's our show. It's been super fun. Thank you to all the play pals out there. Yes. Let us know if you like the way that sounds. I like it. It sounds Me sick. too. Yeah. Like, what's up, play pals? Awesome. You're my play pal. Play pal. Thanks for being here. DJ play pal. How long is this episode? Yeah, can you just let us know in the I comments below? I can't tell how long we've been talking. I don't know. Play date. I don't know the left or my right. Make it great.